0: And then, uh, just so the audience knows, you've shared it before, but let's just give it out again because I know we're growing. We've been getting a lot of new listeners. So, what was the? Um, if they want to Google it, what was the website that we shared for folks? It's on to the VIC.
1: a website, but it's uh, it's on their bank suite. Hang on, let me just let me just
0: get get it up. Yeah, because I think that's important for folks if you're looking for a first step. And and just to be honest, we did it. Um, my wife and I with you know we have a couple different business accounts and things like that. we did we did it uh last eh, May as soon as we resolved the issue with city and folks, I'm, like you do not want to end up in a situation right now where you have money stolen from you, your debits compromised. in her case, somebody hacked in and it was through a T-Mobile. Um, scam that was going on but they were able to hack into her um, to hack into her account and actually steal money out of her savings through a wire and if I did not know uh, Mike Moore, who had worked for City for years, and my mother, who worked in City Fraud and didn't know the keywords and how to deal with these Filipino circus midgets underwater that they put you on at the customer service department. I, we would have never got the money back. I, they count on 99% of people just quitting and giving up. Like, you know what? I lost 10,000. Oh, well, I, I can earn it back this year. Cause, um, but so we ended up, as soon as we got the money recovered, my wife was actually the one who did all the research. She's like, I'm going to the smallest, most local private bank I could find. I'm done with all these big banks. And then, and then, you know what's great? Most of the local ones, they don't even have all the technology that the big ones have, nope. like apps and things. Like You nope. don't want any of that. The more tech that's involved, the more chance you have of being hacked. And like Jim said earlier, Uh, These reports coming out and then talking to people, uh, real-world intelligence about cybercrime and everything. The, The technocrats want this stuff to happen. Because the more right. identity theft and the more uh, stolen money and everything that goes on, that's more people talking about it at the dinner table, at the restaurant. And that sets the narrative when they go, oh, CBDC and a chip in your hand is going to be more secure. And everyone goes, well, you know, yep. Aunt Teresa had 100000 stolen out of her account. And Aunt May had her debit card hacked. and Because they make it seem like everyone is experiencing the problem. So whether it's inside job or they're allowing it to happen – And then on top of it, just the more tech, naturally, the more hacking is going to go on. All information could be hacked. I mean, so this is what happens in a technocracy. So on the
1: FDIC's website, there's a searchable database of local state-run community banks. State-run meaning they're state-regulated, not regulated by the Fed. They all have FDIC insurance. You don't have to worry about that. Um, And what you need to look for is it's called Bank find. Which is one word. B A N K F I N D suite. Find institution financial and regulatory data. That's the list.
0: Okay, let me just double check. This is it, right? Bank find. That's it right there. Yep. All right, guys. 4, so well now
1: yeah. now no, scroll down. Scroll down. Because that's all banks. Okay. Now on the left hand side, keep keep scrolling. Okay. Keep scrolling. Keep going. Um, so you want financial uh Click the drop down menu there. No, not that one. Okay, click the click off that. Common regulatory. Yeah, click the regulatory one. I think that's the right one. Yeah. So select bank chartering class. Yep. So you want state chartered non-member Federal Reserve. Click that. Okay. And then hit
0: search. Okay. And this is how it'll come up with it. All right. So folks, go back to now. Look, now you've got 2768
1: matches. Ah, uh, below that, see results is at twenty-five. You can drop that down to a hundred. Yeah, and then so you can, then you can click time. the column state, and it'll it'll sort them by state. The column state, you click uh, that, okay, and it'll okay. sort okay. by state in alphabetical yeah. state order. So that yes. way, you can just then scroll through the pages to get to your state.
0: Yeah. So if you guys want to play around with this, the Google search term is because I'm the, the the website link is too long. It's uh. Bank mm-hmm. fi- Bank Find Suite, find institution, financial and regulatory data. If you guys put this in, you'll come up with this. And as Jim mentioned, you know, in the left-hand column there are uh, filters you can use. And so, if you go down to regulatory, you're going to see a uh, filter box to select bank chartering class, and that's where you want to say state chartered banks, not member of the federal reserve system and then boom and you've don't got confuse a that and you can D- play just around because it. they're not a, just because they're not a member of the
1: federal reserve system they still have fdic insurance so nobody needs to get confused about that
0: right and so just so the people know what's the advantage of them not being a member of the federal reserve system why do people want to go this route well,
1: You want them state-regulated because the Federal Reserve, we know, is corrupt. They're corrupt because they're owned by the big private banks, essentially J.P. Morgan, City Group, et cetera. You would prefer them to be regulated by the state, not by the Fed. So if the Fed decides for their member banks they're going to implement some draconian rules, you don't have to worry
0: about it. Yeah. And the nice thing is if you can find one, you said you found a family-owned bank near you? Yeah. The yeah. nice thing about the family owned banks is if I mean in like in all honesty and this is what's great when real true small government exists they screw you around you can go burn the banker's house down that's great. JP Morgan Chase good luck with that folks. You're not going to find their house. You know. <laughs> that's yep. out. That's out in that's some right. island in uh, the Bahamas somewhere next to David Copperfield's islet. Good luck no, with it's that. Jekyll one. Island. Jekyll out
1: the Federal Reserve Act
0: <laughs> yeah dr Jekyll Island so um right so then here so let me just ask you this to to close up all right so that's great so now people have that information um the other thing is so so in your opinion on that though do you think within um you said maybe by the end of this year by 2025 do you think um this is the plan, they, I mean, that they want to do this, they're going to do it, they're going to screw a lot of people over? Yes, I think they're going to do that,
1: because they're raising interest rates, okay? Titus went through this in his video. In 2000 and 2008, when they started doing these secret loans at the FHLB, the next thing that happened was the repo market went haywire. And then r- immediately after that, the Federal Reserve started lowering interest rates to try to save the banks. It didn't work because they were too late. So Titus has this question. I have this question. They're currently raising rates and the the banks are currently secretly borrowing from the FHLB. Now the repo market hasn't gone crazy yet, but the question is, will they start reducing interest rates when the repo market goes nuts? If they do, then we know the Fed is going to try to save the banks again like they've done before. If they don't, and they keep raising rates to make it worse, they're engineering the crash.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, then they're engineering it. So it's it to be determined. To so it's to be determined. Right, whether or not they're engineering it or whether or not they're trying to uh, prevent it. Right? Trying to save them, right at, the, right, at the last minute, which they know
1: they can't do anyways.
0: No, but it, but like look, it's like where we said... With COVID land, the high school theater production, they may have kicked some of that stuff off sooner than they actually wanted to. So in this particular case, if they're trying to use this, in part, as a way to roll out a CBDC or UBI or begin the narrative of a public discussion on CBDC, and they're trying to hold off the banks from collapsing until they are ready with certain other pieces they're working on, that's why they would try to engineer uh, a situation to prevent it from happening so they don't have to jump the gun like if they're not ready to do this next phase for three years and they're trying to hold it off till then or if they're getting ready to do it now and they want to unveil something then they'll try to engineer the collapse to come faster yeah all right that's interesting other thing um yeah on all the stuff we talked about today with uh, the metals the resources the data i mean as far as everything and i've told the audience Um, with all the data center stuff. And now when I see what's going on in Europe with plans on the smart villages, I mean, now it makes a lot of sense why we're going to export all that natural gas to Europe. I was like, why all of a sudden do they need this? Well... Now, I mean, the more tech you build, the more electricity you need, the more resources you need to create the electricity. So it yeah. all makes sense. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you know, obviously your your theory from 10 episodes ago that fossil fuels aren't going anywhere, that's uh, 100% correct. Now, the big issue Solid. is how do these guys end up, uh, as I've said to the audience, is once you reach exponential growth of data collection – that means you reach exponential growth of data centers that you need to store, process, analyze the data, and then use it for whatever purpose you have to run your prison planet wet dream or whatever the hell you're trying to accomplish. Um, it's just to me, there's going to reach a point where they either are going to run out of energy, they're going to run out of resources, or they're going to run out of land. Like, how many data centers? Before you know it, I guess they're going to have 90 story tall you know skyscrapers full of uh, computers i mean what the, i mean it's this is why it's i've said pretty obvious the
1: the utopia is nothing but a pipe dream
0: well this is why i've said back to episode uh, 1 i think that the silver lining in the whole technocracy is that it is a paper tiger cuz the whole thing operates on technology it's not real their whole system of controlling humanity and the world and merging biological and physical and digital the whole system relies on this this creation technology if it goes down if there's a solar flare tomorrow their entire prison planet is gone it's done it's over with collapses yeah so i mean that yeah to me and this goes to show you i mean this is why obviously they're doing um the finland geological surveys and other things is because there's somebody at the top management level that's saying hey Tell me realistically, do we have all that? I don't know. Do we need to come up with another solution? How are we actually going to accomplish it? Because to lock everyone in a technological prison, and, and it's to me, it's, look, putting up one structure and smart poles and building the cage that we live in is one thing. Collecting all the data and having to continue to store and process it like something that grows and grows and grows and grows, that's the issue. Like anybody could go stick up a million smart poles around Manhattan and they go, ha ha, we have cameras everywhere. But to collect all the footage, analyze all the footage, uh, that is, it's insane how big that is. I don't think people understand like how how much room and physical space you actually need. It's basically
1: impossible.
0: Yeah, in today's technology. And I've seen weird... You know, stuff they're working on, things they're doing, but a lot of it doesn't appear to be ready. It takes a while to roll that stuff out. Um, and then on top of it, it's like they're, I found just like the um, LNG leases that you're looking at uh, for the export and import terminals. Like you could find the data centers. There's thousands more that they have planned in construction, money being invested. Yeah. So as of right now, they're operating on that technology. <laughs> right. Right. So uh I say invest All right. in data centers. <laughs> so back to the BIS on Wednesday. Yeah, that's my stock pick of the week, data centers. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is smart poles. <laughs> smart poles, data centers, and uh natural gas. <laughs> well, yeah, the
1: smart poles are the you have a lower cost. Uh, capital cost up front for versus a data center yeah. and uh there's many more of them so the profit margins are higher
0: well and the thing is with the smart polls you know because it's fairly uh i mean it's fairly new in as far as in the public lexicon um so yeah. those are at the very beginning stages of like becoming part of the uh the marketing and propaganda like people are starting they'll start making it hip and cool over the next year or two and then people will want them like i want a smart pole in front of my apartment window these things are awesome my 5g is yeah. so much faster with that thing outside my window i mean it, yeah. it is pretty nuts I, I watched a video somebody shot and new york city at the top of a building with all these clusters of i it's hard to tell what stuff is you know you got to look it up and but they look like these these 5g basically panel packs they have that are like 18 inches by six inches by three inches and literally with like 50 of them on one thing and then like another 50 on the other corner and like Oh, my God. Like, what is this crap? And never mind. And don't, like, worry about all the radiation and everything that you guys are (laughs) taking into your body. Exactly. Living under and on top of and next to these things. No, don't worry about that. Yep. All right, Jim, thank you very much. Uh, Have fun. Buy a coffee. I mean, you sat there and used these guys as a a studio all all morning. Three cups, man. Three cups (laughs) of coffee. Look at that that's I hope
1: my that's limit three I can't do more than three yeah no yeah, it's unsustainable yeah yeah <laughs> alright ladies All right, and we gentlemen we will reconvene on Wednesday and we'll get back to the BIS
0: documents and UN documents alright thank you very much Jim thank you everybody have a wonderful President's Day my name is Dustin Gold this is the Dustin Gold Standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold
1: the matrix is a computer generated
0: dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.